0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast episode of 66. Get your kicks on Route 66. Oh, story time right out the gate. Are you even, is your name Joshua? Are you even Joshin? How did that term get coined? How did that expression get coined? And how did so- coining something get coined? Coin the What's the square root of coin, dude? You feel me? quarter oh wordplay am i jay-z listen um how did they coin that term and what was the original term get your kicks on route 66 uh i already i already got oh yeah um story time road trip um and uh should i tell the story well i don't know here it is let's cut right down to the chase Instead of going to high school prom, which in Canada is not as big a deal. It kind of is, but it's not like the States. Like, dude, in the United States, you're born. You have puberty. You go to prom. You get accepted to college or not. And then if you don't get accepted to college, you die. And if you do get accepted to college, then you meet your wife. You have two to six kids depending on if you live in Utah you know what that means and then you die those are your life events in the United States prom is a huge deal it's funny when you look back on things in your life and you and you like remember how huge it was to you at the time and once it passes you're like oh my god I can't believe I thought that that was such a big deal Prom was never one of those things, hence why I skipped it. In fact, in Canada, they don't even call it prom. They call it grad. Uh, But when you graduate grade 12, there is like a thing, you know, there's, there's, uh, but I had just gotten out of rehab. (laughs) That's another story. Um, And so I wasn't really tight with anybody in grade 12 because I went, I went to three different high schools. And two of them were pre rehab, and one of them was after. And I'm not talking about athletic injury rehab. Neither people. Um, and so as a result, like yes, I made friends when I because I was reintegrated into society for grade twelve, and it's it's tough. <laughs> it's tough, <laughs> dude. Going into a new school for grade twelve, fucking sucks, dude. It is so hard, literally everyone has been going to school for 12 years. Well, not everyone's been going for 12 years because you got your elementary school, your junior high. So in Canada, because we have international listeners, bro. So in Canada, it's one to six elementary, and then seven, eight, nine is junior high, and then 10, 11, 12 is high school. But they funnel, like, because there's not as many... Like per area, like there's a high school that will funnel, you know, like, dude, my high school had 4,200 kids. Can you imagine? I hated highs. I was terrified. That's so many people. I was scared shitless every day of school. How do you think I did? How well do you think I learned? Walking around terrified, getting bullied. Dude, great. High school was the worst. <laughs> I was not popular. I was not cool. I like my neighborhood friends, like my best friends, I didn't go to school with because they went to public school and my parents were hell bent, pun intended, on sending me to Catholic school. So and I had acquaintances, but I was never it was rare that I was in a class with an actual friend. And so as a result, was just fucking horrified, terrified. Scared all the time at school. And got bullied. Got pushed around a bit. Got got fucking pressed up against the wall biatch. <laughs> Shouts out to Michael Scott. But I did! One time I tried to stare down one of the bullies. And he fucking slammed me against the wall so hard. That once he, like, my, ma, mama finger in my face. Don't you ever blah, ba blah. He turned and walked away. I just started fucking weeping, dude. I was so scared. And then had to watch my back because it was violent, dude. Like, I'm not, it's not a flex. It's actually really messed up how violent school was when I was, people got stabbed, dude. People got arrested, sent to jail. There's a lot of gang, there's a lot of gang violence everywhere. But my high school was shockingly violent. Like people getting the shit kicked out of them. Not like, ha-ha, rough you up a little bit. Like, put your dukes up. No. Bleeding. effed up. And Nick Newsel scared the shit out of me. And he was connected. And I had to watch the fuck out. Literally walk the other way in the hallway. If any of his posse were coming. And there was like, a, a, there was like rankings in terms of like, Oh my God, just thinking about it scares me, bro. I was so, so scared and um, kind of alone. Like I had my little buddies like that I could try to meet up, but, but dude, you don't, you're not, you're, there's no guarantee. You're going to see your friends at lunch because you're in a school. This is 4,000 people. You might not find them at lunch. You for real, you might not find them. And you only have whatever it was, 45 minutes in this massive building to eat and try to find a friend and then you're back into classes for the afternoon. But yeah, I remember on several occasions and then, yeah, and then having to walk the other way when you see like a little crowd of bros coming down the hallway, having to go the other way. I know that fear. I don't live like that anymore because pubes hit and I fucking tanked out. (laughs) i was a late pubie boy dude 14 15 i didn't start getting my size and even then you're outnumbered though and yeah this guy slammed me against the wall and gave me the don't you ever you stay the fuck out of my way whatever he said and see you at lunch type thing look out it's coming and i was like holy shit and then I just straight up avoided any time I would see that person or anyone associated with them, which was quite a few people, because <laughs> you know the the hard ass is the tough guys, and you couldn't really just be a self proclaimed badass because, um, it was the strength in numbers thing. Like I could stand up for myself one on one because I was a wrestler as a youth, but not not when it's v. And it was never 1v1. Like if you were going to get jumped at school, it was going to be at least four people on you. At least. And often the beatdowns were like much more one-sided than that. Six, seven, eight people on one kid. And they would be hospitalized. (laughs) And yeah. um, I hated high school so much. And then I had, yeah. Anytime I would see that person or any of his 20 to 30 affiliates i would go the i would turn around go the long way turn around go the long way so anyway worked out a bunch when i was in rehab (laughs) and uh and then um came out with some size but never really ran into difficulties like that again in life but god damn it i was terrified every day so whenever Like, if you might think that, like, oh, he had it easy. Like, everybody likes Ryan. Not always, dude. Not always, bro. Not always. Being a bit of a runt, red hair, cleft lip, less than, left out, dude. On God. (laughs) I can chuckle about it now, but it was so not funny. I hated going to school. And how much do you think I learned, bro? How much do you think I retained? When in between class, walking the hallways was scary. Bruh. Anyway, grade 12, yeah, road trip. Here's where we were 10 minutes later. That's why you come to this podcast, episode 66, Ryan Sullivan Show. Boom. And uh, so, yeah, I was reintegrating. But, yeah, of course, everyone, who the hell is this? (laughs) I'm this jacked redhead. I'm like a lab rat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm this redheaded, I'm this albino ginge lab rat, dude. And uh, yeah, one of these things is, who's this guy? And I remember I was in really good shape. And I remember one time in social studies of grade 12, there was a teacher, I forget the professor's name, but the teacher was talking about Russia and how Russia implemented in whatever era... um, Or maybe it wasn't Russia. No, it might have been China that we learned about in grade 12. But either way, and forgive my ignorance, excuse me, Mom, was the concept was division of labor and how assembly line was more efficient than having like a bunch of specialists like making a watch. You know what I'm saying? Each guy makes one watch. No, assembly line, everyone has one skill. And division of labor. And so he got people up and he was like, "Okay, I need on this side of the room two volunteers." And he like um he picked two people. Um and and then he's like, "Okay, I'm on this side I need another volunteer." Um and there and he I think the teacher said that there was push-ups involved. And that's why I was keen. My hand was flying, flag flying. Like, "Oh, I want to do push-ups in front of everyone. I can rock push-ups." I got several crushes. I have several crushes in the room right now. <laughs> I will bust push-ups till I puke. So, okay, on this side of the room, this person and that guy. And one of the other guys was the quarterback of the high school football team. So I was like, "Hey, it's on, dude. It's on. And on this side, uh, Ryan. And I was like, okay, hey, this is Deward. Like, you're going to look. He's going to prove his point, how two people – Doing one thing is better than one person doing it. Kind of a stupid exercise. <laughs> like whoever, like talk about setting the one kid up on the one side up for failure. Because like you're not supposed to win. I ro- I got up there and I rocked, I think it was 48 or 49 push-ups. And I smashed the other two. They got 30 something combined. And I just bodied. And he's like, oh. And when I, they went first and then I went second. And when I, I was still soaring. I was still so ooh, ah, ooh, ah, 36, 37. I'll beat the record. Uh, ooh, ah, and then started slowing down and rocked it. Crushes in the class did not care. In fact, I probably creeped them out. They're like, who's this dude? Why Now he's red as a tomato sitting next to me. But yeah. I was in good shape, man. But yeah, grad came around and there was always like some, there was a school, it was sort of like a week of things like you could, and, and the graduating class could like take it easy. Like you could be late for classes and you can, it was sort of a rite of passage that like, you know, during grad week, you could do whatever you wanted as a grade 12, er like you couldn't stab people like previously, (laughs) previously on breaking bad um but you had carte blanche like you could you could act up in class and you could be late and you could skip and you could take long lunches and they'd be like ah oh, you know the hall monitor and whatever well they're graduating you know because they'd all been they're all alumni right so they know that when you had your grad week like you got carte blanche you? um but I had to decide because it was road trip of the life and it was and still is. Or doing some ranky midink little Sharon Lois and Bram shouts out to the elephant show. Um grad, you know, whatever, like a ceremony at a at a hall or something, or like a ceremony in the gym, and then there would be one in like a hall and like a part, like a dance party, and then probably I think there was, like, some, like, retreat action. Like, out of town, the graduating class go would go. Anyway, whatever. So we went. Um, the deal was my my bros, me, Ben. <laughs> Ready for a bunch of white dude names? Me, Ben, Nolan, and Charles. That's right. So Ben's dad is an anesthesiologist and he's doing a, like a stage or like a, not a, an internship or he's doing like a temporary professor. There's a word for that um, at Stanford. He's teaching at Stanford, which is pretty flexy in California. And they had driven down their uh, Star, StarQuest van. Or was it StarQuest? It was one of those vans where it's like... It's not a full-on like... You know... Rich Montana... French Montana... Like... Tour bus? It's not a full-on tour bus. It's not even a Sprinter... Like... Benzino van? Um, but it's definitely not a Dodge Caravan. You know... Like it ha It does have a small fold-out bed in the back. It does have captain's chairs... In the middle of the fuselage. It does have you know environment heat cold controls in the fuselage not just at the front there is a small tv that you don't can't really fucking attach to anything cuz it's the 90s you know what i'm saying early 2000s star trek or star quest something like that starcraft starcraft i think yeah dope vehicle so ben's parents were like They drove that down to Stanford and they were tired of like, cause they would go and do stuff like they're living in Palo Alto and they're like, but they have this inappropriate vehicle for bopping around. It's really inefficient for like, you know, going out for dinners and stuff like pulling up in this van. And so they want their Subaru and they had a WRX Impreza. Amazing vehicle. Still want one. No, it's kind of douchey. Don't care. And they were like, Hey Ben, will you drive our vehicle down? And thus the road trip of a life was born. Um, because then Ben took that to the homies and was like, who wants to come with to drive the Subi down to Palo Alto? And so me, Nolan and Charles were down and could get the time off work. And so we then rolled it into a bigger trip. Like it was a 10 day or, or two weeks. I think it was a two weeker. And so We leave Calgary, we go over into BC and then we drop down and just like taking our time, like driving, like pound in pavement, like a solid, you know, six to 10 hour driving days. But like we would stop at almost any body of water that we passed and have a dip. Um, We would do all the roadside shit and including Redwood Forest driving through a tree, you know, that whole shit, the whole coast, the long way. Down California, and then got to Palo Alto. Oh, what's up, Ben's parents? And then went out to a uh, my first black nightclub in an American city. Um, didn't know that it would be that not for white people, but it's not. And and I and I will say that as like, hey, stay in your lane, white guy. Not a place for you, because uh, it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> and we were made to feel not welcome and so we didn't stay long and that's totally fine um but then um san fran was super cool went to a giants game um and uh what a cool stadium because the bay is right outside like the outfield and the bay the water level of the bay is higher than the the field of the baseball diamond. And so it it creates this amazing, it's not even an illusion, but it creates this super trippy visual because the water of the bay that goes out into the horizon is higher than the playing field. And it's just like, I can't really describe it. Maybe you can picture it. And we did the hate street and amoeba records and all that shit. Like I'm telling you, took our time. Then we're in a park and we run, we just start chatting with this young couple i had always like had an appreciation for like steezy dressers and we start chatting to this like steezy little couple and we start talking about skateboarding we start talking about nike sbs and he goes oh yeah i've designed a couple nike sbs and this was the heyday of sb like 06 07 08 something what you designed a couple Yeah, yeah yeah which ones oh i designed the hunters hunter I designed the Hunter and the Reese Forbes denims. And I was like, no, you never. Those are two of the most coveted of all time. It still are today. The Hunter dunks and the Reese Forbes denims. No, you never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to come see? And I was like, what? And they just kept evolving. He's like, yeah, we live just right over there, like two blocks away, right on like Hate Park or whatever. H-E-I-G-H-T, by the way. It's like where the 60s happened. Like Janice Jobs and all those lokes hung out and did acid and shit. We're like, uh, sure, we'll come. Yeah, yeah, come for a cappuccino. Like, I'll show you, you know, my studio. And he and I was like, what the fuck? And we go in there. And yeah, he's a graphic designer, among other things. He's just a designer, period. And he did a lot of graphic work for all kinds of different skate. Like his little office, his office room in in there. Apartment condo thingy, right on the park, so incredible. Just full of skate paraphernalia and shit that he's designed. And I was like, so, can I ask you like how much Nike paid you for those shoes? Like, for sure you're you like you make. I didn't know how that worked. And he was like, yeah, they just they just buy you sell them the design and that's it. One time one time sale. That's it. He's like, I sold those two designs, the Hunter and the Reese Forbes denim for three hundred a piece. That's it. I was like, what the fuck? But of course, this is before any, you know. Now, it, it will forever be on his resume and whatever. But yeah, you you sell the design and then Nike owns it. And that's it. They can do whatever they want with it. And it's still like that when it comes to pattern drafting and stuff like that. I've had buddies more recently in life. Shouts out Colin Meredith. Like, sell patterns to Louis Vuitton, for example. Um, and my old roommate. Um, has done the same? Um, but yeah, that's how it works. Like they'll just buy your design and then it's theirs. They do whatever they want with it. Um, so, and I, but I think you get a lot more money now. (laughs) Um, but yeah, then, so the road trip continues because now, so we, we drop off the Subaru and now we're on our way to Palm Springs where Nolan's parents are giving us The bros, the four bros, the last three nights of their timeshare in Palm Springs. So then we do a road trip from San Fran to Palm Springs, which was again just amazing. Stopped at, we landed at the University of Santa Barbara on the last day of class. It was bonkers and this is a town you know people say like canada canada doesn't have what an american university town is not like a canadian university town like in the states there will be a university and then the entire town is based off of that universe like fully like fully everyone in the town is a student or part of the faculty like actually it is it's own town. University of Santa Barbara is that. It's not in Santa Barbara. It's down the highway. And it's right on the edge of the coast. Because there were houses like the party house row. There was parties in every house. But where most people were. Were right on the edge of the coast of California. Like looking out onto the ocean. And these like lofty overhang houses. It was wildly picturesque. And just mayhem party shit show. Um, but yeah, university towns in the States are actually towns built around a school and then down to Palm Springs. And that was super, super fire. And that's the first time I witnessed dry heat in that capacity. First time I burnt my feet on a pool deck was in Palm Springs. And then we went, we were there a few days and then drove the van because we took the van at that point. He dropped off the car and then took the Star Trek van or the Starcraft down to Palm Springs and back up to San Fran and then flew home from San Fran. You think that was worth skipping graduation? Yup! If we still had those photos. Oh my God. But Ben lost the camera at Six Flags. (laughs) Fell out when we were upside down. He felt so, he was mortified. He was so, so upset. But yeah, that whole road trip was on a digital camera. And when we were coming back up to San Fran, flying out the next day, we're coming back up the highway and there's the billboard, six flags. Another bit, six flags. And then another billboard. Six flags, two for one entry with a can of Coke. And we all look down at our cans of Coke that we had purchased at the last gas station and there on the can is like the promo. Two for one entry. And I was like, and me, where we started this podcast, horrified. So, so scared of heights. And And they were like, we're going. And I was like, we're not. No, we're fucking not. And I put up a fight and was just like, I will not, I will not go. I will, we're going, we're going, we're going. I was like, okay, fine, screw you guys. I'm sitting in the car. I am going to sit in the car. And they were like, fine, whatever. And we get there and they were like, just come in. Just come in. You don't have to take rides, but just come hang out in the park. Okay. Just wait in line with us. You don't have to get on. Wait in line with us. Next thing I know, should clonk. The thing's closing down on me. Took it, 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 took it. Most scared I've ever been in my life. La- ah! Hooked. Hooked. Addicted as shit from the first drop on that massive first roller coaster. The biggest one in the park because they wanted to start off with a bang. I got addicted as F. And they couldn't get me off the roller coasters for the whole rest of the day every time they stopped to like go to the smoking pit. Cause we were all smoking darts back then or to have lunch. I didn't stop. I was like, I'll be here. I'm going to do two more of these while you guys go have a dart. I'm going to, I'm going to be on that ride for an hour while you guys have lunch. I couldn't stop. And on one of the rides, um, X factor, which was so sick, but it had chairs like every two seats, like, the chairs were in twos, like all down the like row of the ride. And each pair of seats rotated independently. So as you were riding, it was queued up with the ride to like, the chairs would spin. <laughs> so for example, like the first, oh, by the way, you leave the dock backwards. And on the first drop, like they, they stop you at the top of the first drop before they drop you. And then and the chairs all rotate forward and you're facing the ground yeah! and then he drop you and ben's camera fell out his pocket because <laughs> and we lost all the memories but we still have them in our heads for what it's worth and uh wow i can't believe i talked to just about fear today on the podcast but that's episode 66 screw it bro a lot of fear a lot of fear in life but in both instances whether it was being terrified walking through the halls of high school Or at Six Flags, California. If you let fear stop you, you're not going to be doing much living, are you? So, yeah. I'm kind of grateful to have experienced such levels. Well, more about the high school thing. Had to go. Couldn't not go to school. And you get stronger for it. It's not the the wins. It's not the easy shit in life that makes you tougher. It's the tough shit. So, anyway... Episode 66, the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast. Stay up to date on socials, um, at Sullivan Ryan on TikTok and Instagram. We're having fun out there. We're ripping 40K life. Boosh. Happy holidays. I might, yeah, I'll probably do one, another one before Christmas, but stay blessed. Thanks for listening.